Kia ora. Welcome to Down to Earth Conversations, where we hear from ordinary people who are helping to bring a bit of heaven down to earth. I'm Andrew Dixon. It's good to have you here. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Down to Earth Conversations. How are you going? Actually, how are you? Because after last episode, when I talked to Julia Grace and we touched on mental wellness, I was inspired to write about how challenging I've found the last couple of months and the feedback that I got was just astounding. It seems I'm not the only one who's found life hard. Many of us have found these times difficult in one way or another, and it's comforting to know that that's actually normal, that it's okay to not be okay. And I'm also stoked for those of you who are in a great space right now, who have come alive in lockdown and are feeling refreshed. You know, that's absolutely fantastic. Today's interview was recorded shortly before we realised how big this coronavirus thing was going to be. Yet while we don't address it directly, my hope is that it will be encouraging for you, no matter where you are at present because many of the themes that come up today are pertinent right now, regardless of where you are with life. Jared Yeowood is a photographer, so I sat down to ask him how he uses his photography to help to bring a bit of heaven down to earth. We talked about beauty, joy, creativity, faith, vulnerability, and about finding the good wherever you can find it, even within chaos. May you be encouraged as I was. This is episode 6 of Down to Earth Conversations. Here's Jared Yeowood. I think it's our choice to what we focus on. What is presently love? What is presently joyful that I can't see right now? So for me, some people see chaos. And yes, chaos, uh, chaos can be out of control. But I still see beauty in chaos. And it's because I practiced and practiced to choose to see the good things. So I'm here today with Jared Yeowood. Uh, welcome, Jared. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And uh, Jared's a part of the church that I go to, but has a whole bunch of things that would be cool to chat about today. <laughs> he doesn't really know what I'm going to talk about, what no I'm going to ask him, no idea. Um, but all good. So um, I, I guess one of the first questions is, mm. nor here, queer bro. Who are, you, who are you? What do you do? Where do you come from? Um, I came from my mother's womb. Um, yeah, well that's, but that's I, a good start. But I also shared a womb, so I'm a twin. I'm right. identical twin. Um, I'm Jared, but also known as Jay. Um, I used to have a nickname years ago, or pretty much in my 20s, Jay. Um, I'm also a builder. Um, been doing that for 13 years, plus cool. years. I own my own business, worked on construction sites, foreman. Um, but I'm now a, what do I do? I suppose not what I do is who I am, but what I do is I'm a photographer. Cool. So I'm full-time doing photography, and I absolutely love it. It's been my dream job, and I... Yeah, super grateful that I found something that I think I'll do for the rest of my life awesome. and um, where it doesn't become about, you know, um, I, mean, I I think this whole year I haven't woken up and gone, oh, I've got work tomorrow. Yeah. So to me, it doesn't feel like work. It feels like my hobby, Yeah. but right. I'm making money out of my hobby. So it's yeah, great. Cool. Um, How'd you get into it? Um, I quit building 
yeah, so 13 years, I was like, I just need to change my life. It just became like a very toxic community. Yeah. Tradies, if you've ever been a tradie, you know exactly what it's like. It's um, check out the girls and talking about just dirty stuff all the time. And I just and it's just a lot of complaining, no responsibility whatsoever. So I was like, I need to get out of this. So I was like, I want to work retail. Found a job at Lululemon, which is a sports athletica company yep. in Canada. And worked for them for three years. And in that time, I bought myself a little camera and for 500 bucks and um, started taking photos. And then people asked me to take photos of them. And then they started paying me. And then I started doing work for Lululemon. And I was like, I think I can make this my career. Cool. And, um, yeah, but so, I mean... So, so not so much a, I really wanted to be a photographer. As no, I, this, I stumbled on I this. I stumbled upon it. And it seemed right. Yeah, like I think I've always had a cell phone. I've always liked taking photos. I think in when I drive or I'm walking, I'm always taking mental pictures. And I think yeah. for me, I guess my photography's developed more as I've gone through my journey of healing because I'm seeing the world differently. Yeah. So living in New Zealand for most of my life and then moving to Australia, I uh, didn't appreciate what was around me. Mm-hmm. And I think because I was so focused on... It's interesting. I was so focused on my external, but couldn't fully see it yeah. because I didn't know who I was internally. And it and it just I think coming back here and being in Australia just allowed me to see beauty. Yeah. And and see it in a different format, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. One of the things that um, obviously this podcast is about is looking at actually how's ordinary things that we're doing part of um, just bringing heaven on, mm. on earth. Um, bringing the the like you say the word beauty mm. and I think you know for me heaven is beauty and and capturing some of that and um, so yeah so I'm really interested in terms of how do you see this creativity this photography mm. as being something that connects with you as someone who has a faith mm. like do they go together for you is it two separate things mm. how does that work for you yeah 100% goes together I guess my journey, I would say even just but when I started photography, I completely, I guess you can never say you walk away from God, but I guess I stripped away or disassociated myself with Christianity. Yeah. And for me, that was one of my most healthiest decisions I made for me at the time because I realized I based my faith off what people told me who I was. Yeah. And I was trying to live under that identity and rather, rather, rather. But... I guess um, heaven on earth, yeah, it's like I now don't see people as separate mm. or race. I mean, I, I mean, I see race, you know, I've got brown friends, white friends, yellow friends. Mm. But I guess I am now interacting or experiencing them differently. I would always, yeah, cool. um, I guess, stereotype. I, the judgment would just happen straight away without, you know, just naturally. And it would be you're this and you're that. And I, I think... I'm now understanding that we're all people. We've just yeah. got different colors, skin, different cultures, different communities, different backgrounds, different experiences through family, and this is the way that we are. Yeah. And when I take a photo of somebody, I get to see their beauty mm. and a beauty that they can't or possibly not yet see of themselves. And so I get to tell a story of who they truly are in the eyes of the way that I see it. And That's so cool. I guess my development is getting healed because yeah, as right. I heal myself, I see more healed mm. in that person or uh, healed people. 
And so for me, that is whether they know God or not, they're the God moments, they're the heaven on earth for me because mm. I get to literally give them a picture of who they truly are and mm. something that someone told me the other day, um, a few weeks back said, um, really love your photos, You, it looks like you capture the best version of them and I'm just like, cool, it would have been nice if you like messaged me that like because like this person's following me on Instagram or whatever but it's amazing, like, because I guess that's my heart is to really best show or tell what I see in them. Mm. And for me, I guess as I'm being vulnerable and taking a photo, as they're being vulnerable, when you're vulnerable, when you're both vulnerable, you can create mm. a bit of trust and a bit of relationship. And I don't know, it's just something I've had people message me their like engagement photos, and they're like oh my God, thank you so much. Um, I can't stop crying. They're so beautiful. And I'm just like, what a gift it is for me and a mm. blessing to be able to give someone a gift like that mm. of photos to be able to go, wow, I actually am beautiful. And wow, you can actually see the love in this photo. You can see the connection. Yeah, awesome. And I think when it's, yeah, when you still a moment, and that's what I think I my uh, strength is I can still a moment even without a camera yeah. that I can like hold that moment and that's what I do with my cameras I, I capture a moment and keep it forever for them yeah cool yeah. I love that idea that as a photographer you're telling a story mm. that it's not just well I'm taking some snaps so people have got something to remember it's it's actually no I'm I'm capturing emotion, I'm capturing mm. energy, I'm, you know, yeah, that, yeah. that there's a story going on here and when people engage with this, it's more than just, well, so they can remember, but it's so they can relive that story. Yeah. Um, and, or they can tell someone else that story. Yeah, totally. And, and tell their kids and, you know, like just keep a photo, you know, you see a photo of an old couple and you see the love is still there. It's like, and I guess it's a reminder for all of us is that, love peace and joy never leaves us it's mm. only our perspective of what we're choosing to see in the moment mm. and so it's always present um, i just think we can get lost in the world of doing stuff you mm. know forget what we or people have already mm. yeah and i guess for me that's that's heaven is that when i get to uh, take a photo mm. that's a heavenly experience for me because i get someone that sends a message or tells me to my face, like, oh my gosh, these are amazing. And um, to me, it's not about having the best photos. To me, it's about allowing them to feel something they've never felt before. And I guess that is, to me, heaven invading earth because yeah. as I open my heart, that's heaven flowing through me. Mm. And, and I guess heaven gets to tell a story, mm. you know, with, with me just being me. Yeah, and I don't it. really have to do too much but show up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And I, I love, too, that you're talking relational language, that mm. like you're not there just doing a transaction. You're there engaging, connecting. You're talking about vulnerability. Mm. Um, you know, when those of us who aren't photographers, you know, potentially have this, this view that, you know, the person turns up and they, they do their job and then they mm. go away again. Um, and yet you're, you've got this, these ideas about vulnerability, mm. which is actually a hard place for a lot of people to get to. Yeah. You know, and, and even just opening up that vulnerable space or providing a space where people feel safe to be vulnerable. Yeah. 
to me that's another example of of this heaven on earth thing of actually let's strip back all of this mm. the stuff that we put on to try and keep ourselves safe from everyone else yeah. and let's just be ourselves and and for you to be able to get in and provide not only that space but mm. then be able to capture the results of that space yeah i think that's just beautiful yeah because 90 i'd say 95 percent of the people i take photos of um have never been in front of a camera before right so my job isn't is not just my ability to be able to take great photos. My job is to be able to create an experience mm. and allow them to, because it's a vulnerable thing. Like I don't yeah. like being in front of the camera. I'm yeah. more comfortable with being behind the camera. Yeah. I mean, I got photos taken of me the other day and I'm just like, what do I do? Yeah. And so I'm like, oh wow, this is what it feels like to be in front of my camera. Yeah. And because like for me, it's important that I get to experience that and feel that because I need to be able to connect and relate and be and empathize where they're at. And mm. so for me, I, I guess people would say that they don't just love my photos, they love the time that we spend together. Mm. And so my job is obviously I believe joy is the best medicine to allow people just to relax. Mm. And so for me, it's it's super awkward at the start, first of a photo shoot. They're like, especially when it's a couple, they're like, oh, what do we do? Do <laughs> we look at each other? Like, oh, this is awkward. And I'm just like... And so, like, I remember I did a shoot for this young kid. Um, he was a model, and he was just so, like, rigid and strict and, like, doing these poses, and he was great. But I was, I was like, I didn't think that I, – I was thinking, this, I want to see the more the more of you. I want to mm. s- experience more of you. So I just, like, was like, bro, bro, did you fart? Yeah. And he just lost it. Like, he yeah. just cracked up, and I got these great shots of him just, like – a real laugh, not yeah. something that's just like a half smile. And so for my job is more to be able to allow them to come out of their shell. Yeah, and cool. so I guess it's like worship leading, really. Like I'm leading them to be able to discover themselves. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's a heavenly experience mm-hmm. or a transaction because they get to taste where they believe or not believe. Mm-hmm. That's love, that's God totally. in those moments. And so I don't need to label as that. Mm. They can go, oh, this was a fun photo shoot. And mm. I know there's more to it, but you know what I mean? So, Yeah, well, I mean, you're, you're giving them a taste of what it's like when those vulnerabilities are allowed out. Mm. You know, when, when actually they've been put in that space where they can be themselves and yeah. that can be captured and, and, yeah, that's gold. And I think that's true freedom. Yeah. You know, and, you know there's a scripture, taste, uh, taste and see that, what is it? Taste and see that the Lord is good. Is that mm. is that the scripture? Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. like I think you can add other words. Taste and see that love is good. Taste mm. and see that joy is good. And when you get a taste of that, you're able to experience more of who you are. But really, you when I say you experience more of who you are, you're experiencing God. Yeah. Because I, you know, I believe that I am one with Him. So as I understand myself more, I understand Him more, and I can let go of me more, which lets God go through me more. Mm. So for me, it's like, I need to be me. Yeah. You know, it's not, I need to be, I need, God needs to be everything. God is everything, but God can't be everything if I'm not everything. Mm. And so I need to be me to allow these people to be them. Mm. (laughs) You know what I mean? If I'm like rigid, they're going to be rigid. You know, if I'm fake, they're going to be fake. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so that's something, I guess that's me um, just learning to be myself more. And I see my photos developing as I develop myself yeah cool yeah that's interesting develop yeah yeah developing <laughs> yeah. photos <laughs> yeah awesome <Pun. laughs> um cool 
so the, the sorts of photos you do, yep. are they all people things or? Um, yeah, mainly, mainly well? that's what I shoot more because that's where the money is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I shoot weddings and do rebrands for like websites and things yep. like that. And I guess, um, for businesses as well, like I notice now a lot of businesses want to catch, they want to capture their community. Yeah, right. Because it best tells their story of who they are, and that's I guess that's what I have a really good eye at mm. is going into a gym, going into a workplace or whatever, and and I and they go, I ask them what type of photos do you want, and they go, we want it just to be real natural, and I'm like, I'm your guy, like that's mm. what I that's what I love to do, yeah. And so they go, what? Okay, so I set them up, and I go, just do your thing, I'm not even here, yeah. And then I'm like, I can see someone doing something, and then I'll try and make them laugh, or I'll try and make you know, like a connection happens. Mm. So I'm really trying to capture that that um, moment. So I guess my thing is that I I will best tell your story and capture and represent your business in an authentic moment. Yeah, so not manufacturing a, a staged No, nothing kind of like a billboard type yeah. thing. I mean, I can do that, but like yeah. I guess you see a lot of stuff. And it is staged, but it's still staged real yeah you know what i mean you you know you've got to position people and yeah kind of give them direction but i guess it's the emotion that i want it to be real because mm. that yeah that love um hate anger those emotions will stay forever so it's like you know you walk into a room you're like oh this is awkward what's happened you can feel it yeah and i guess that for me like is capturing that picture mm. because i want people to look at it and feel something mm. yeah this um, whole journey for you, like you said, it, it kind of started spontaneously. Mm-hmm. hasn't necessarily just been one smooth kind of journey. Do you want to just share a bit about what it's been like? Like, mm. I, I know you you were building this up in Australia. Yeah. yeah. Now you're back here. Yeah, yeah. You, know, well, what, you want me to tell you that story? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so I was I was living in Australia for six years, and I was building over there, and then probably a year and a half, I was doing photography, but I was still working full time. And then I was like, right, I'm ready to go off and explore and grow my photography. So I'm going to go traveling to the States for three months and maybe to Canada and Canada for three months and then we'll see what happens. So I booked my tickets and I quit my job and I was in Australia for maybe about three, four months doing some work. And then I was like, right, I packed, literally packed up my life, had my car still back in Australia and bits and bobs, but literally packed up my life in one bag and um, it was a mission and then I went to America and long story short um, is they thought that I was going to try and live and work there and um, because I'm a photographer and I was staying at friend's house as and they just I just got the wrong person at the wrong time basically and the laws are tightened up with Donald Trump I got locked up in a federal prison overnight and that was the most scariest thing wow. of my entire life yep. um, got handcuffed into a van into a prison cell, um, pictures, fingerprints, into a cell, holding cell, like full prison clothes, like full nude strip search, do a bend wow. over, do a cough. Um, so shoes, socks, underwear, all clothes was all prison stuff. Um, and then I went into the prison and I was really lucky to have my own cell. I didn't have to share it with anybody because, man, super grateful. Um, but I, I guess that was a really defining moment for me Personally, not so much for photography. Maybe it does mm. apply, but I remember. So they came. They came. I went to sleep. hadn't slept in thirty six hours. They came in about nine o'clock or something, 
and flicking the lights on and off and screaming at me. And I don't know what was going on, but they had to do a head count at nine o'clock between nine and ten, and you stand by your door, but nobody told me. I'm like, you know, I've never been to prison before, so I don't know how this thing goes. <laughs> and they're like, you're new here? And he's like screaming at me, and I'm just like, he's a big dude. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow. so my heart was beating, and like I didn't sleep all that night. Like I like through that whole night, so I didn't sleep in over 40, uh, 48 hours, maybe even longer. And I remember just being there at that moment in my plastic mattress with this crappy sheet and um i was in fetal position and i just cried for like probably an hour hour and a half mm. and i remember just being so damn lonely yeah and i was like god i know you're here but i don't feel it and i don't even know what's going on right now in my life and yeah so i had a real i guess vulnerable time to myself and um and i came there so then had to buy a ticket back to new zealand I uh, came back to no, sorry, Australia, and then they stopped me, and they're like, "Sorry, you can't live here anymore." You, because of the American because thing? of yeah, so their law is um, possession of drugs, have a criminal conviction, caught in the act of a crime, or denied entry into a country, and so they're all the same. That, right. So I'm basically they see me as a criminal. Um, they handcuffed me and put me into a van and got taken out west to a detention center, stayed overnight there slept for like 12 hours and then came back and then um, they took me back to the airport and then had to buy a ticket back to New Zealand and um, handcuffed me all through duty-free and got handcuffed onto the, onto the plane and everything. And I came back to New Zealand and that all happened oh, in like right. two and a half days. So my life just literally... So Because when I was in America, I was like, cool, I've got heaps of work. I'll come back to Australia, just chill for a bit. You know, no, can't live in Australia. So I got banned for a year and I've lost my visa to be able to live and work in Australia for the rest of my life. Wow. Um, so I came back here, obviously had a bunch of money and I just chilled out. I was just, I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing in my life. Yeah. And then I guess for me, I, I was working part time and I was just getting frustrated because it was like, I was like this, I need more. This mm. is just not me. And I was like, or I'm just going to start my business, read, start right from scratch. And it was hard, hard mm. because I'm new to Christchurch because mm-hmm. I've and I'm not a photographer, so I've been building, so I don't know people in the creative world. Yeah. So I'm very fresh, and I'm and I'm like, right, I'm just going to quit my job, and I had no work lined up, and I'm like, right, if this is going to work, I'm going to make it work, and it'd be a year at the end of this month. We're in March, aren't we? Yeah, and I've survived. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I guess that answer your question. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. And I guess that yeah. for, like it's it's been difficult because. I guess it's challenged everything about me because I've thrown myself into another world. Mm. Um, so now I am not relying on anybody. I'm literally faithing it and trusting the ability that God's given me that this is real. And I question it. People, ta- people, heaps of people told me, you're never going to be a photographer. What are you doing, you idiot? Don't do this. Like, wow. go back into building. Go make some money. Go get a house. Be all this. And I just go, I go, yeah, cool. That might be for you. And I've learned that my truth to me of what I believe I should be doing is so far more important one than what other people think. Yeah. Because um, I actually don't want to own a house right now. I, I'm okay, you know. And I have had lots of money in my life. And I'm just... 
I don't need any of that. Mm-hmm. Like I've learned, so it's been a really good stripping or disassociating what we're meant to have. Yeah. And so I had to go through a lot of growing last year and, and I guess for me is that my motto or mantra is need nothing but appreciate everything. Mm. And so I've had to learn to appreciate things I've never mm. appreciated even in my lifetime. And, and I guess when I, when you appreciate what you appreciate, appreciates back. Yeah. And so, um, and I guess I don't need all these things that I think I have. And I feel now at 35, I've got the most least stuff in my life is stuff and worldly stuff. Yeah. But I'm, I feel the richest I've ever felt in my entire life. And to me, that has, I'm grateful for photography that's led me to that place, not just the work-wise, if you know what yeah. I mean, just a personal Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think that's where, like, again, you quite often get in, in churches the separation of, well, here's my faith and then here's this other thing that I do yeah. to earn money or to whatever. Yeah. But you were actually going, no, this is, it's all part of the same package. You know, I'm yeah. out there doing this thing, I'm being shaped by it, you know, my faith is being shaped by it. Yeah. Um, I'm expressing my faith through it. Mm. You know, it, it's it's one and the same. For me, that's a really valuable mm. learning. Yeah, you know? I think if I wasn't willing to look in the mirror, I wouldn't be able. I wouldn't be the man that I am today. Mm. And I think that's why I guess there's a separation because I don't believe I'm separate to anything in my life. Like everything mm. is connected to me. We're connected right now. Mm. I'm connected in this room. And I'm never disconnected from God or community. I can perceive that I am yeah. and push away. Um, and I think that I guess people may be in a place of like, if I have to look at this and look at my life, my life will change. And I, I don't want it to change because I'm comfortable yeah. and I'm just quite happy on this. But the thing mm-hmm. is, is like, do you want to be quite happy or do you want to be the best version or the to experience love and joy in a, in a depth that you've never experienced before. And mm. I guess that's for me is that I'm like, I, I'm a little bit of a risk taker, so I'll, I'll go there. Mm. And I don't think anything's a fail. If my business didn't work out, that's okay. It's not a fail. Mm. It's just it didn't work out for now. Mm. You know, and it doesn't mean I can't pursue it or get a part-time job and then pursue it on the side and slowly build mm. it up. It just, for me, I, I know that everybody is created to do something that they love and when you do something that you love, it's connected to your yeah. passion, you know. And I think, yeah, we just we have that ability to be able to discover what our uh, what our faith looks like in our workplace. Like, what mm. is it? How do I show up like in this way? Because I guess for me, for so many years, I went to work and I went to church on Sunday. I went yep. to work. I went to church on Sunday. And you know, like you said, it's two separate lives. I'm just, I've learned now that everything, every experience mm. that I have like this is a God moment. Mm. It doesn't have to be people shaking or getting deliverance or mm. gold dust falling. It's actually, um, there's a quote that um, this guy said, he's like, what is presently good that you cannot see right now? And yeah, I think it's awesome. our choice to uh, what we focus on. So I use that. What is presently love? What is presently joyful that mm. I can't see right now? So for me, um, like I said in a comment last night, like some people see chaos, and yes, chaos, uh, chaos can be out of control, mm. but I still see beauty in chaos. Mm. And it's because I practiced and practiced to choose 
to see the good things. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I look for the things that people can't see. Yeah. And it's not that I'm better. I've just practiced at it, you know? And yeah. so that I think in, in your job, if you hate it, yeah, well, that's your perspective. So that's all you're going to see is problems. Mm. There's a this problem and that's what you focus on is what you focus on. Mm. And so for me, I focus on the experiences I get to have. And guess what? I have incredible experiences. Mm. And I'm like, and now I'm building relationships and friendships with people. And who are they going to recommend to do work? Yeah. They're going to recommend me because I'm relatable. I'm, I, we feel something together. Yeah. You know, it's a real moment. I'm not trying to make, I'm not trying to make money off them. Yeah. I'm building relationship. Yeah. And that, and as a profit of build, having an authentic relationship, I get finances. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, which, which isn't, I guess, the business model that you often hear. No. Um, typically, a business model, the most important thing is money. And mm. if we're not making it, we need to find out how to make more of it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, how do I make more money? And, yeah. and yet you're going, no, actually, how do I make more relationship? Yeah. And and then you know money's important too. Yeah, I need to 100%. eat. Yeah, yeah. Totally. You know, and, and that will flow. I also I love what you're saying about chaos. Um, I heard a a Jewish rabbi last year um, saying that in the West we do this um, polar thing where we you know light is good, dark is bad. Mm. You know that um, chaos is bad, organization is good, mm. and thing, and and yet he goes look look back to the start of. The Hebrew scriptures, say Jewish rabbi, back to the start of Genesis, you know, you, you've got this picture of this dark, chaotic space, mm. and that's where the creativity began in the dark, chaotic space. Yeah, yeah, um, it's interesting that you say that because it's like, as I've uh, someone asked me a question, like, what has been your biggest growth of the year? And for me, it was willing to look at the dark places of my life, mm. and I guess unconsciously and some consciously not willing to, to look at it mm. and you know you can look at your life and go okay I, I now look at what's going on around me in my life and I go that's feedback mm. what's it showing me because what my internal world is going to be an ex- is is my external world it's representation of my external world yeah. so if there's chaos going on around me like unhealthy chaos there's there's chaos inside of me. If there's drama going on yep. right outside of me, it's because there's drama in my life I haven't resolved. Yep. And so for me, last year, it was my whole year without drama. Mm. And so because I dealt with all my drama <laughs> internally. Yeah. And so it's, you know, you finally say that, like, when we look at those dark places, when we are comfortable mm. in those dark places, when we are willing to sit there and wait to see the beauty mm. or wait to see the light, that's when you develop. That's when you yeah. get a song or that's, you know, I mean, one of the greatest songs are made in the most darkest times of our lives, yeah. you know what I mean? And so, because I think when we're willing to be there, though they're not the nicest times, they're the realest times because we're mm. not trying to avoid and be something different or we're not totally. trying to avoid that feeling like sadness and anger. I've been told we'd like, don't feel that like growing up. It's not a good, but I'm like, I love feeling it. Because it tells me a story of who I am, mm. or it or it allows me to tell another story of who I am. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I love that. It's like you get to see another part of, and mm. a different facet of yourself. And I think when you do that, you now see the world differently, mm. and you see people differently, and you have more empathy for other yeah. people. And you go, oh, that's okay that you're mm. like that. 
that's okay. You're not wrong. You're not bad. Mm. That's just where you're at in your journey. And I'm not in a better place and I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'll walk with you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like hearing you, it sounds like as you've explored yourself and processed through some of that stuff, Mm. that's not only made you feel more healthy as a person, but actually helped you to be a better photographer. Yes. Yeah. Um, as I've developed myself, my photography's yeah. developed. So someone asked, I was taking photos in Sydney, and he said to me, he goes, man, it's been so, I've known this guy for a long time, and he's known me since I started doing photography, and he goes, it's been so cool to watch you do your work. And he goes, You're, you have grown so much. And he goes, like, what is it that's changed? And I said, well, it was a couple of things. I became aware of myself, mm. and I healed myself. Well, when I say healed myself, I got healing. I didn't do yeah. it like myself, yeah. like super juices or anything like that. But yeah. I, I got healing. But then the thing is, is that I uh, gain understanding on new strategies. Mm. So as I've learned new strategies in relationship, that's changed my business, yeah. communication, everything. So the thing is we can become aware of our emotions. That's the first step. Mm. and yes feeling our emotions is, is another important thing releasing them letting them go and laying them down at the cross because it's no longer us anymore i think and the next step is creating new strategies so you don't go back into that old habit mm. because i think for me my whole life is i felt i've had a lot of felt a lot of emotions and you know like all that and it was just circular i was just going back feeling mm. aware feeling and aware feel, and then this last year is that i've like man it's important that i gain new strategies and get new understanding yeah. and wisdom so that I can now no longer choose that. Yeah. And that's and so then I have understanding of it and I'm like, and then when it comes up, I recognize it and I go, no, I'm good. You know mm. what I mean? So like mm. that's actually improved my photography. I remember one, there was a moment I was like, I looked at my work and I'm like, oh, I've gotten a lot better. And it's because I'm willing to look at myself. Mm. And I was just like, how does, this is interesting. When I heal everything else in my whole world upgrades yeah i was like this is my relationships upgraded my business upgraded i was just like oh wow like why have i made it so hard why have i tried to do everything out here when i just just be with me and god and in the space look at my heart journey with god in my heart and when i've done that i'm like oh wow it's pretty pretty simple why Mm. are we complicated Mm. and that i mean again that that's about finding more of that heaven space in your own life mm. which then can translate into you finding more of that out with other people and and sharing that with them yeah, you know, yeah. capturing that for them uh, which i think i think it's really great have you got a um like a favorite photo shoot that you've done or like are there some favorite moments that you've had yeah just one that man i'm getting emotional i don't know why but um i guess i never thought about it but my nephew yeah because um, he lives in Australia, and he got photos done at Kindy, and I know him. He's just a little rat bag. I mean, he's a good rat bag, but he's just yep. so joyful, and I see him playing and that. And I saw the photos. I'm just like, he looks so sad. Like I'm just mm. like, this is not how I see him. And so when my sister and her husband came over, um, I said, please, can I do a photo shoot for you guys? Because I said I want to capture this kid is mm. how I truly see him. And I've got this photo of him, and it was really annoying at the time because he was throwing sand. <laughs> but I've got this photo of him throwing sand, and he's running in like in motion, and mm. he's just got this big grin on his face. And mm. I just 
to me, like, like, yeah, it, it reflects when and everything that I do. But I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I got to capture something like that of someone who I really love and who I care about, and I guess it best represents who he truly is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and like you said, that's that's telling a story that's going, there's more to this story than what I've seen. Mm. You know, that I, I can tell another part of this story. Yeah. That's really beautiful. If you weren't doing photography, what would you be doing? Uh, great question. A few things, I think. Um, I would be speaking. Like I, public speaking? Yep. Yep. Either schools, churches, or whatever. Mm. Um, I'm really passionate about people understanding who they are, whether that looks like in the Christian faith, but also just as a person. I think it's all connected anyway, just different language. Um, Yeah, and maybe like, I guess running like workshops of how to do healthy relationship with yourself. Because I think that's one thing that God spoke to me massively two years ago, and it's still a thing he continually whispers to me. He said, Jesus said, love Mm. God first. Mm. And love your neighbor as you love yourself. And my experience is we are always told to love God first, and that's great. And my other experience is we're always told to love other people, but I've never learned to love myself. Mm. And as I have learned to love myself, I've loved God more and I've loved people more. Yeah. And so I be- it's like this, you know. That's awesome, Jared. You know, so for me, um, you know, I know my language is a lot of I. But when I say I, it is God because I can't love God if I don't love me. Mm. And I can't love you if I don't love me. Mm. So I need to learn to manage my relationship with myself yeah. before I manage other relationships. Not that I need to manage them, sorry, just have healthy relationships around me. And a healthy relationship with God because my reflection of God, like the love, like I experience way more love because I love myself more from Him. Mm. And it's not in worship and it's not in church. It's in meetings like this. It's in, in out when I'm taking photos. And I'm just like, when I see the sunset, I'm just like, what the heck? Like, this is love. Mm. This is this is it. It's not finding it. It's it's here always. Yeah. And am I, how am I showing up to it? So I guess in the answer to that question, I'll be doing something mm. around development of yourself and the connection with God and, and others. That's awesome, Jared. Mm. I love that um, like you say all of that, and yet that's, that's what you're enacting through your photography. Mm. It's not separate. Like This isn't yeah. a completely different thing. This is actually you're living this out currently through photography. Yeah. Um, and So, yeah, just thanks so much for welcome, taking man. time to chat with us. Um, just blessings for you, you and your, your um, photography, for all those moments that you capture. Thanks, and Yeah, thanks for bringing a bit of heaven down to earth. (laughs) Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. How am I showing up to it? What a great question from Jared near the end there. I love this idea that heaven, love, whatever you want to call it, is present all around us. And how do we show up to it? For me right now, I'm holding on to this idea that there's beauty even in the chaos. That's what we offer others when we approach them with kindness, compassion, love. When our words and our actions bring life. 
when we look at our lives and see them as opportunities to show up to the goodness that's there and then offer some of that goodness to others. So thanks again to Jared for this inspirational conversation. May you continue to find beauty wherever you look and may we all be inspired to do the same. If you'd like to see some of Jared's work because you're interested in booking him or just because you want to see some great photos, he regularly posts on social media. You can find him on Instagram and Facebook uh, and you can also find him at jaredyowood.com. Uh, I'll put all those links in the show notes or you can get to him through the Down to Earth Conversation social media pages. Thanks again to Ignition Networks who create and deploy communication solutions for supporting Down to Earth Conversations. Thanks also to you for listening. If you enjoy these conversations, please let your friends and family know that really is the best way to support me as I do my bit to bring a little bit of heaven down to earth. Next episode, I talk with Jeremy Farmwina about listening, holistic approaches to working with youth, the migration patterns of butterflies, and what it means to support those who are different to us, especially those who are often shoved to the margins. Until then, me inoi tato. E tō mātou matua i te rangi, kia tapu tō ingoa, kia tau mai tō rangatiratanga, kia mea te tau e pai ai ki runga ki te whenua, kia rite anō ki tō te rangi. Humai kia mātou ai nei, he taroma mātou mō te nei rā, mūro mātou hara, me mātou hoki e muru nei i o te hunga e harana kia mātou Aua hoki mātou e kawia kia whakawaia E ngari whakorangi a mātou i te kino Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name May your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.